Have you exfoliated? When did you last exfoliate? Is one more thing. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. It doesn't look like you've exfoliated. Um, before we get to that, so I watched Avengers Endgame with my son. I watched it because of my son. I would have never seen it without having a young male in the house whose friends have all seen the movie and he hadn't. And uh, I wasn't completely aware that I uh, watched the end of a 23-part series. <laughs> yes, yes. Essentially, yes. <laughs> With no idea what was going on at any point. And neither my son didn't have any idea what was going on either, but enjoyed the movie. But so now that he's kind of into it and I've decided that they're okay for his age, they're definitely okay for his age. God dang it. Who are th- those, those various sites, uh, parents, I'm talking to you, those various sites that tell you what's okay for kids what age, they're way too conservative. I think that's so no no 12-year-old who can't handle it in America watches the movie. Well, you know what I mean? And they break it down by the stupidest categories. So you, you go to a movie like on Common Sense Media, and they, they break it down into categories like sex. Okay, I always click on that box. Because I mean, if there are two oh, people, yeah. Too, yeah. <laughs> if there are two, <laughs> if there are two people doing it under a bright light, uh, I don't, I don't really want him to see that movie. But there'll be, you know, some kissing and flirting. Okay, that's fine. My ten-year-old can handle that. You old can it. Even though he'll pretend like he can't. You no, go away. <laughs> but the one that like will really knock one down is smoking. Okay, so somebody smoked in the movie, so that knocks it down a grade. I don't freaking care if the bad guy smoked a cigarette. Also, consumerism, if there was any product <laughs> placement. I so always if, got sent out of the room during you know, product placement. Yeah, if, somebody, if somebody's <laughs> drinking a Coca-Cola with the label toward the camera, that, no, knock, look. that knocks it down a letter grade. Oh, come on. Anyway, yeah. uh, the superhero movie we watched seemed perfectly okay for him at his age. Um, uh, so what would be the next best step? Do I go to start at the beginning with him or? Well, you could just go full Tarantino and just watch them all in reverse now. Uh, (laughs) Because not only did you watch the 23rd part of a 23 part series, that was the second part of a smaller two part series. So the end game was kind of the second half of the infinity war movie. Which came out the year no, okay. before. So I really did it wrong. I mean, there's it's it's art consumption. There is no wrong, Jack. This is a judge free zone. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, I think Infinity War would probably be the uh, certainly the next the next thing to watch with your kid, just to mm. kind of complete that story arc or whatever. Um, and then from there, I think the Thor movies your kids would enjoy. There's some really fun fish out of water. Thor operate, you know, ordering a coffee at a Denny's and stuff like that. Captain um, America movie is uh, the the first one was really really good. I enjoyed yes, that. That uh, and uh, and you mentioned you you enjoyed Paul Rudd's portrayal as Ant Man just because he's so friggin' funny. And so you should and if that's how you feel, you should watch the Ant Man movies too because those are very fun and quirky and and yeah. He's uh, a national treasure. That dude is hilarious, and he hasn't aged a day in about thirty years. Opposite yeah, no kidding. Of, op, he has not aged a day in thirty years. He's the opposite of Robert Downey Jr., who looks in some scenes like he's 75 because <laughs> of his 20-year heroin addiction. Yeah. That is... Where's it, boy, out? Oh, he looks rough. Yeah. You know, and I actually watched a movie with my son. I paid attention. I wasn't, like, surfing on my phone and kind of there. Just because I remember when I was a kid how much it meant to me, like, if my dad would watch something with me that I was into. Right. Mm-hmm. It just, like, it was huge. And if I realized he wasn't paying attention, it was less huge. Um, So I actually watched it and discussed it with him and that sort of stuff. Yeah, I think um, seriously, you'll both like the Captain America movies and and the Thor movies. Yeah, the Thor movies are are good. I'm casting my mind back. I've actually watched a couple of those on your own um, or with the and kids? Iron Man too. Like, Judy and I would sit down Saturday uh-huh. night and watch down the cable. 
Um, uh, I was confused by Captain America fighting Captain America. I don't understand how that works. How do you ever defeat yourself if you have exactly the same intellect and physical prowess? I know my moves. You know exactly what he's going to do. So does he. But only one of you knows that you're fighting, right? The other guy, what is going on? Only one of you has full understanding that you're fighting yourself. Okay. And the one who has the full understanding will probably be a a step ahead. (laughs) But the other one's me. I would kick myself right in the balls. (laughs) (laughs) But you would know that was coming. So you'd cross your legs. I wouldn't think I would do that to me, but I would. (laughs) (laughs) That's how you'd fool you. Oh, my God. I don't have the time for this. What were you saying about exfoliating? Oh, yeah. We're back to our 100 things to do during the coronavirus quarantine. As if you're one of those people. And it's uh, what's the percentage of people who actually are just sitting around with infinite time on their hands? I I've think got a couple of friends who who own or are part of non-essential businesses, and they're like playing golf every day. But it's not I know, I know a, a few huge younger, crowd of people. I know a few younger people, like college age people, uh, t- people in their twenties that are that are kind of doing that lifestyle. I'm but, very close with somebody in his thirties who is very similar to that as well. <laughs> but uh, I, I don't think it's as 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 much the norm as it's being portrayed on television. Yeah, just speaking for my own college student kid, she's a junior, and they're piling the work on to make sure they get a solid education. I'm busier um, than I've ever been in my life. Right. Right. Uh, trying to do the homeschool thing and run errands and just do everything is just yes, impossible. Yeah, and listen, not to put too fine a point on it, this is an enormously challenging time for radio and for media in general. So feel sorry um, for us. Well, no, no, no. It's just that there are plenty of meetings and phone calls and conference calls and Zoom conferences and that sort of thing. But oh, yeah. theoretically, oh no, our, they're, they're yeah, the well, it's like every other business. Every business is struggling. Oh yeah, yeah. Theoretically, though, our premise is you have nothing but time on your hands. Exactly. So here's How do things. you kill time during yeah, the coronavirus that. lockdown? Right. Finally, I'm read, so bored. Finally, read Infinite Jest. Uh, I don't I've, know that. I've started that. Oh, David Foster Wallace, who killed himself, right? Uh, I've started it a couple of times and not made it through. It is like, for 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 a certain crowd, it is the book you've got to read. What's it's, it suppo- what's it? involving uh commercialism phoniness modern world modern america okay. that sort of thing oh no, it uh, sounds good to me but it, yeah yeah it's 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 in my wheelhouse that's why i've tried to start it a couple times it's like a thousand pages though well i, I think that's the point of this item read the infinite jest lay miserables or even the stand or go all in and read ulysses you got this no you don't you do not have it in you to read ulysses you don't Forget have it. ulysses you don't no, Go ahead, no. give it a whirl. Yeah, yeah. You tell, tell us how it goes. You tell me you read a page, a full page, and understood what the hell was happening. You tell me that. <laughs> now, if if it was like a semester-long college class where they'd help you to comprehend the mother scratcher, there are books, okay, maybe. There are books you can buy, because I bought them, that are companion pieces to Ulysses you have to have open at the same time. I have to read a second book? While you're reading the first book. Uh, I'm out. Including, like, the first paragraph... Paragraph one, Buck Mulligan comes down the stairs. Look it up. That's what it is. I've read the book enough times. Wait, there's a character the named Buck Mulligan? Yeah, I've started at the beginning enough times. I know how it starts. But then I got to read like three paragraphs about the one paragraph I've just read to have any idea what just happened. And Sean, if you still don't understand that paragraph, you got to get this third book <laughs> oh, that explains man. the second book. 
Right. It's like the woman who swallowed the frog to kill the fly <laughs> yeah. thing. It's very it's a much a like lot that. like that. That's and right. And it's considered the best book of the one of the best books of all time, the best book of the 20th century, and it's impenetrable. I think the the people with PhDs are just jerking us around. <laughs> right. <laughs> They right. haven't read it. They don't understand it. They know we can't get through with it. Makes them feel like they're better than us. Be- and because we can't get through it, we can never call them right. on their right. not knowing it. Yeah, it's the perfect crime. <laughs> and everybody knows the cat in the hat was the greatest book of the 20th century. Right. Thing one, thing two. Drama, man. Oh, dude. I've had serious goldfish. arguments with people that actually The Giving Tree is the greatest book ever written. It's a fine book. Yeah. It's a fine book. It's no cat in the hat. Uh, number nine thing you can do. This is on a list of 100, folks. Meditate. This is actually a good idea. And they explain yeah. briefly how to meditate. God, if there's one thing I could change about myself, it would be that. Because I think if I do that, it would change a thousand other things about myself. Right. If I would regularly meditate. And I've, tr- I've started so many times. Similar to Ulysses. I don't get very far. Yeah, man, I I got serious for a while about that, then just kind of drifted away from it. Um, But yeah, I got to get back to it. I I had this little booklet called Meditation for Dummies. Let's start with, quit calling me a dummy. (laughs) Maybe I'd be able to meditate. Fuck you, call me a dummy. (laughs) Maybe I'd be able to meditate if I wasn't sitting here being insulted. (laughs) Yeah, I have friends who swear by it, say it'll change your life. It's the most important thing you'll ever do in your life is start meditating. And 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 successful people have known that don't don't worry about the right music, the right books, the right chair, the right sitting position. Those are all no, things no. that stop you from doing it. No, don't bother. Just do yep. it. Yep. Uh, number ten: face masks, moisturizers. Oh my! Treat yourself to a ten step sket hmm? ten step skincare routine you don't have time for during a normal work week. Well, I'm not going to do any of that, but I will tell you that as a man in my middle age now, I'm I'm forty fifteen. Um. I have started like doing stuff skin wise that I've never done before. Moisturizing, yeah, it just doesn't heal. Lipstick, well, lipstick, (laughs) rouge, really tarting it up. Just horish. I've been meaning to talk to you about your eyeliner. (laughs) I like it heavy. I like it Billy Joe Armstrong heavy. I'm so troubled. Uh, Number eleven. Look at pictures of puppies, or swap uh, dog related memes all day long with my daughter. She's hilarious. Keeps them coming. Uh, let's see. Number 12 is put together the most attractive charcuterie board possible, but you can only use foods you already have in your fridge and cupboard. What the, was that word? I don't know what that means. It's like your meat and cheese uh, Char- variety charcuterie? package. Charcuterie? Charcuterie. Hmm. Si, senor. It's your fancy French. places often served with wines and stuff like that, yeah. Right, you get a few sausages over here, like uh, several pieces of this cheese and that cheese and the other cheese and a few olives, maybe a couple of almonds. Right? I ain't eating any nice. olives, but the other part sounds good. You don't like your anti-olive? Ah. What about the black ones you can put on your fingers? Disgusting. As a kid, I ate a lot of olives. I'd drink the juice. I'd eat the olives. Drink the juice. juice? Yeah, I loved olives. And then somewhere I went south on them. Oh, I love olives. Delicious. Ugh. The Kalamata, my personal favorite. Uh, let's see. Take note from Tangled star Rapunzel, who has an entire song about how she spent her days alone in a castle. Activities included in her song, her ditty, ventriloquy, candle making, paper mache, and adding a new painting to her gallery. Mm. That's don't, charming. Don't do the ventriloquist one. That's We've been doing a little of that around the house, believe it or not. Ventriloquy? Because I tried to learn it as, as one of the many things. I, I, would, I really wanted to be in showbiz. I tried magician for a while. I tried ventriloquist for a while, so I got a dummy and I got the book and I read about it and and uh, so my my kids and I work on that. We're it's all about you know instead of saying a P, you say a T. 
because you can say a T with your teeth like this and it substitutes for a T. You're kind of a dick. <laughs> oh, you're really good. <laughs> I can't drink a glass of water or anything, but. Well, the minute you start, I'm going to yell, which one's the dummy? You, you, do a, you do a D, you do a D for a B, for instance. I know all the tricks of ventriloquism. That's bullshit. <laughs> See, that worked pretty well. Oh, come on. That's a load of dull. Yeah. Let's see. Write actual letters to family and friends. After that, write thank you notes to service people who you remember went out of their way for you. Now, that is a good one. Yeah. That, that one I actually like. I occasionally come across celebrities, political figures, uh, writers, whomever, who uh, actually handwrite notes. And I admire the hell out of it, and it fills me with guilt. But I know even as I'm filled with guilt, I'm never going to do that. Right. I find handwriting painstaking, for one thing. Expressions of gratitude are far too rare in in modern society today. Thank you for contributing that, Sean. You're welcome, Joe. See, that made me feel good. Yeah, that's a nice. lot of the people I've that I that I'm aware of that did thank you notes all the time have people had staff. If I had this sort of people, I'm thinking of George H. W. Bush was famous for that. He would do it ten times a day, every everywhere he went, everything he did. You know, he'd jot a little piece of paper. I think that was really nice you to do. But but if you got if you got somebody sitting next to you who's then gonna t- see because this is the hard part. Take that piece of paper. <laughs> Get it into an envelope and get it to the right person. Well, then, yeah, I do a lot of freaking thank you notes. Yeah, just I can jot down the thank you notes. I can have I, the, I can do the feeling, but I just I can't get it to somebody. Of course, I uh, I'm left-handed. I have the devil's malady, so that makes it even harder. And finally, learn calligraphy. YouTube can help. I've never had any desire to learn calligraphy. I did that too. Did you? Oh yeah. I don't know if it's because I lived in rural winter states or what, but all these kind of things I did. I had a calligraphy set and a book, and I practiced. I'm not anti-calligraphy. I'm I'm, just, I'm impressed by people who can do calligraphy, but I am not at all motivated to be like, you know what, I should try that out. Yeah, I liked it. I was really into it for a while. I had a sign on my uh, door written in uh, fancy, fancy words with my fancy, fancy pen. I wonder whatever happened to all that stuff. Probably got sold at a garage sale for two cents. <laughs> uh, could How about be. a penny? Yeah. Now, how about if I give it to you just to get it out of here? Now there's a font uh, on your computer, right? Yeah, a calligraphy font. Is there? I don't know. I got my laptop in front of me. Bet that there is. I only use wingdings. (laughs) Oh, you weren't here the day that I was reading from the New York Times who said the emojis are the the worst thing that ever happened in communication. (laughs) That's an idiotic notion. (laughs) I'm going to send you the angry faced emoji for that. (laughs) Is that the red one where his eyes are squeezed shut? Right depends, and there's the one with that, but then obscenities coming out of your mouth, too. That's mm-hmm. really angry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Communicates thousands of words in a single, simple picture. It's I brilliant. Th- I do think emojis are going to be some some weird uh, universal language kind of reversion to hieroglyphics thing, right? Yeah. Like if, oh, yeah. If I go to France, I don't speak French, but I can I can show them the a picture of a hospital, the emoji hospital, and say, you know, point to, and I feel like there's communication possible through emojis. Walk up to a girl with an eggplant. Yeah, that sort of thing. Uh-huh. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, you interested? Boy. Huh? <laughs> oh, boy. We. Best superhero movie. Ghostbusters with Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, I guess that's it.